Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and as always, I'm joined by Sarah DeYoung and Pastor DJ Laura. And today we welcome back... Oh, you weren't ready. Now you're ready. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. To, uh, today we welcome back... Pastor Becky Lee. Good morning. Hey. Good afternoon. That is so crazy, Don. You can tell it hasn't had batteries in it for a while. DJ was a little slow to the button. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Becky, how are you? I'm well. How are you today? Good. Sun's shining. It is. It's beautiful. We can see the golf pond out there rippling and beautiful. The yep. ice is all gone. Love it. Yep. I love that. So what's going on? What's the latest? What's happening? We've got some people on mission this week, huh? We do. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I listened to the podcast that yeah. had um, Dr. Bergstrom. Yeah. And who was the lady with him? Forgive me. Oh. Kristen. Uh, Kristen. Yeah. And they were going on the on the mission trip to Haiti to mm-hmm. um, for eyes to help people's eye health. Wonderful and mission. And wonderful mission. And our own Dr. Tom Strinden goes along on that trip from Atonement, and his sons, Jacob and Joseph, are with him. And today they are flying in that crazy DC-3 that Dr. Bergstrom was talking about. Yeah. Wow, so it starts with a leap of faith. Yeah. Did, well, they get there, and then they get on the plane once they're there. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. It was fun on Sunday getting to, to it was, come wasn't up it? and pray for them. Yep. Yeah. We did that Sunday. We blessed mm-hmm. their mission. It was fun. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a cool... Such a cool mission. Mm-hmm. So it's great. And his boys were excited. Jacob, Jacob, who's in law school at UND, mm-hmm. he was excited about flying in the plane because he's a plane guy. Okay. And dad had said, uh, Dr. Strinden said uh, last year when he went, he was kind of sitting behind the pilot and didn't notice it was cool at all. And he looked at the back of the plane and everybody had on parkas and were wrapped in blankets and and were so cold because it's not pressurized and you can even fly with the windows open if you want. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they fly that low. That's roughing it. So anyway, that's what they're doing today. They're getting there today, and they're starting their work. So that's exciting. That is awesome. very exciting. Yep, that's that's fun. So yeah, that was uh, I, I forget which episode fifty eight. It's only a couple of weeks ago. Fifty nine. Yeah. I think yeah, two something. two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe three. Maybe yeah. three. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was fun. So you just got me maybe thinking we'll have about to, maybe we'll have to have the Strindens on. At some yeah. time when they get back. When they come Absolutely. back, find the boys out how. can talk about the plane, and they can just talk about the experience for them, you yeah. know, not being doctors, but for mm-hmm. them, what it was like, too. For sure. That. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. I think that would, this is kind of bad to me to say, but I think that would be a deal breaker for me. The to, plane? The plane. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, even if it, uh, flying in a... I'm fine flying across the water. You can fly me across the gulf, but don't get me on the... On the on the one Those that, that actually have been flying forever. Oh, I, and that's part of the reason that I'm like, <laughs> no, but I mean they're up? that good. Uh, like you get on the big like you know United Delta, those big planes, mm-hmm. and they're flying. And whenever there's just a little drop in pressure, which is completely normal, yeah, I like pray. Yep. Begin praying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, so get this: squeal a little bit <laughs> like like a a four year old girl. Yeah. <laughs> Well, get this. I uh, um, so Eli works for um, a crop duster that is a member here at Atonement, and I was out at his hangar, and he had several planes in there. One was tiny, 
It was little. Like, you look in there, and I said, how many people can fly in this one? And that was before I walked up to it. And he said, ah, one and a half if you squeeze in tight. <laughs> so I started getting the background in this, on this, and it's a friend of his. A friend of his owns this plane, and he bought it as a kit and put it together. Like, I can't remember what it, what he said. Like, total investment, $30,000 or something. Flies it all over. That would terrify me. He said, he, he, and he said, he said a lot of these people will start, you know, they buy this kit, they start putting it together in their basement or whatever, and then they got to move it out to the garage, and next thing they need a larger spot to finish it up in. And then they go flying it. I know how I put together, like, Ikea furniture, mm -hmm. and I, like, sort of tighten it, and then I'm like, it wiggles a little, it's all right. I couldn't imagine building a plane to then put in the air. And then flying it. Yeah. 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 Fly it yourself. Yeah. I have a friend that's rebuilding an old Stearman that is used for crop dusting, was used for, and, and you know, it's a military plane. Wow. And uh, he has the fuselage in his living room, so hence... Not much company. <laughs> <laughs> and he is single. <laughs> if he wasn't before, he is now. Yeah. yeah, so that's crazy. So there you go. And I think Eli's going to get a ride in that one eventually. Is he the half? What's that? <laughs> yeah. He the half? Yeah. He would <laughs> yeah, be the squeeze half. Squeeze him in. <laughs> so. Well, it takes it takes a special kind of person. And, mm -hmm. and it's also good to know if you're not that kind of person. Mm -hmm. And I am not that kind yep. of person. Same. Yeah. So that so he he was telling me that you can some of these planes. So he's he's a crop duster. So um, some of these planes, he said you can you can come over trees and drop down. And if you're really good, you can take a pen and you can stick it out in front of you. And if you're good enough, you can have zero gravity long enough to have that pen just floating in the air in front of you for like five ten seconds or whatever. Science. <laughs> <laughs> got to have just Good the right speed and trajectory. And as, you're saying that, as you're saying that, all I'm thinking is, well, what if you're not good enough? <laughs> well, <laughs> what yeah, happens? It, it, well, he said, eventually you have to stop. Otherwise, you're going to crash into the ground. So, you know. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that. That's a fun pastime for them. Well, yeah, have, have fun. <laughs> yep. uh, do well, you. Then we Go have, for it. Then we have, our, we have someone who teaches aviation at UND. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he talks about regularly, you know, they have to kill the engines on the plane with students so they learn what to do. In case of an emergency. Yeah. So I, he does that on a regular basis every week. For the fun of it. <laughs> for the fun of it. And he his, loves it. His, his uh, resting pulse rate, I think, is like 35. He is always just so, <laughs> you know, we, I remember he when he was talking be. about that, he's yeah. like, yeah, sometimes I just kill the engine. I'm like, you do what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. What now? Well, you got to learn how to how to handle it. I said, yeah. what if they don't handle it? <laughs> well, I, I get it going again. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, but what if you... Like, okay. I have what an Amazon Fire Stick. <laughs> I have an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah. And it didn't work yesterday. Mm -hmm. So you know what I did? Threw it away. You bought a new oh, one. I thought about it, but <laughs> I unplugged, you know, it, it, if in doubt, take the plug out. Yeah. yeah. I unplugged it. And I plugged it back in mm -hmm. and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's an Amazon fire stick. <laughs> yeah. But that was, that, that failed this on its plane. own. <laughs> it failed on its own though. Right. But <laughs> now that I, one time I have, I have flown 
with uh, with one of these guys before, and they are very like deliberate. Like they have a laminated cheat sheet, and they go through that entire thing, like every the checking. Oh yeah, they go through that checklist very, very carefully every time. So it's safe. It's safe. it's like driving your car. No, it's not. <laughs> well, this was going to be my other question. So Eli's going to fly in one of these planes. Uh huh. What what would be your reaction, Ryan, if man, dad, I, I just love flying planes and he gets his pilot license before he gets his driver's license. Well, then he'll be flying to school. <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. What's the insurance rate <laughs> yeah. for a pilot's license? I wonder. I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, we've flown before. Eli's flown with him before. So, and then he does the, you know, the, okay, you're flying now. And you're like, wow, I'm flying this thing. And then you like, you realize, well, he's flying it. This. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying a... Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, good times. So I don't remember planes being on the schedule, but this they, was one. Yeah, no, they weren't on no. the schedule. But, you know, it is on the schedule. So, uh, Dana, we all know Dana. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dana works with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. She's been on. She was on two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, she brought up the fact that all dogs go to heaven, and she knew that because that's what the title of the movie says. There's two of them. <laughs> There's two of them? Yeah, all dogs go to heaven and all dogs go to heaven too. Oh, because, I didn't know that. Because the phrase all dogs go to heaven didn't sum it up the first <laughs> oh, time around. I see. So, well, <laughs> say it twice. Yeah, That's so right. so she brought that up, and then I talked to to Becky about coming on to talk about that. And then last night, as I was uh, just wrapping up here, um, one of the students came up and randomly was just like, "Yeah, that's a big debate in my house about whether or not uh, our pets go to heaven or not." Do pets like, go to heaven? Do pets go to heaven? Well, uh, Pastor Becky's gonna gonna get us going with this, but let me ask the question. And then we can go from there. Uh, Pastor Becky, do dogs or can dogs go to heaven? Yes. What do you guys think? Hit I'm the done. music. That's yeah. all I have to say. If you ask me, I can't yes. talk about it. Yes. It's, uh, they wanted a definitive answer. Yep. Now, now that There that, it is. Yeah. Let's I, talk about it, though. Well, go ahead, Sarah. I what say yes. Okay. Well, how many of us here are animal owners or lovers or all of us we are owned by an Mm -hmm. animal yeah (laughs) i don't have a cat so i'm not owned by an animal i i have a cat and you know uh, nobody ever asked the question to cats go to because they don't (laughs) it's it's because i I will say this publicly think like i think of the like the pets that my family has had and we've always had dogs Mm -hmm. and like they're just the sweetest things like Mm -hmm. sure they've got an attitude problem every now and then but cats no dogs oh but, like, nobody ever talks about, like, oh, my cat's so sweet. Like, look at how nice this is. Like, it's always, like, yeah. I, it, is, it is no secret here you, or anywhere if you else. If some cat lovers, you'll, you'll get that. Oh, yeah. You can send the hate mail of that comment to uh, rjanky at well, atomatfargo.org. I, I've, I've mentioned the cat thing before. I don't think that there's any secret as to where I stand. We have a cat. Mm-hmm. Begrudgingly. <laughs> we have a cat. And... Uh, I don't. I don't know that it has a, a gracious bone in its body. To be quite honest with you. So there's there's okay, like go ahead. you go online. There's these the what do they call them? Like 
uh, memes or mm-hmm. what, and and it's true. Like it, it, dogs are, you know, man's and woman's best friend. Mm-hmm. Cats have an entourage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I think there's some truth to that. All right, well let, let's uh, let's get back to the dog. Yeah, so so my answer is I. I don't, I'm up in the air on it. I've seen good arguments on both sides, so that's why we—that's why we have you here today. Well, let's go mm-hmm. to the Bible. All right, shall we? Let's do yeah. it. It is our definitive word, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, if we go to Psalm 15, okay. Not 15. It's 50. Are you there? Verse 10 says, "For every beast, this is God talking." Every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle and a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the hills and all the that moves in the field is mine. So every animal is the Lord's, and he cares for it. Yes, he made us to be um, stewards over them, but he created this beauty, and why would he not want to take that beauty with us when we leave this world, this imperfect world? Why wouldn't we want to take what is nearly perfect with us? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and... And we talk in Revelation about the new heaven and the new earth. And that's going to be where there's no more, there's no more suffering. There's no more dying. There are no more tears. I mean, why wouldn't you want those things that gave you greatest joy on earth? Like your children, like your friends, like your family, like your dogs Mm -hmm. to be with you. You know, I just, I just Mm -hmm. think that, but then there is, here's my favorite. It's from Psalm 36. Okay. Um, and I'm going to read both Psalm 36 verses five and six, because it just talks about God's love again. And it says, your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heaven, your faithfulness to the clouds. Now listen, your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. And hear this, man and beast you save, oh Lord. Mm. There it is. Well, that's got to be it then. I there it I is. That one highlighted for a reason. There you go. You had it highlighted. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you before. I think you did. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember this. I remember, if I remember anything from going to seminary, I remember this verse. <laughs> <laughs> Money well spent. Money well spent <laughs> that I can answer that. And, and, and so then I, I, I looked up other things, you know, a theological people. Mm-hmm. And um, I found that Martin Luther believed that, why wouldn't our pets go to heaven? Yeah. yeah. He said that, you know, uh, the, the bad stuff on earth is original sin. The dogs can't help that, mm-hmm. you know. And so why wouldn't they be with us? And so I think that's kind of neat. And C.S. Lewis says the same thing. Hmm. I trust C.S. Lewis often. And, of course, the Reverend Billy Graham. He said, I think God will have prepared everything for our perfect happiness. If it takes my dog being there in heaven, I believe he'll be there. Hmm. Neat. So if I got C.S. Lewis and Martin Luther and Billy Graham, I'm kind of... You've covered the entire uh, denominational. I did. uh, uh, (laughs) All the way across there. The theological spectrum. The the whole thing. And they kind of all... And no theological nitwittery involved. <laughs> I was waiting for that to come out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we have a new tagline. 
Theological Nitwittery. DJ's House of Theological Nitwittery. <laughs> this episode of That Podcast brought to you by... Sounds, sounds kind of like Dwayne's House of Pizza. Yeah, a little bit. DJ's House of Theological Nitwittery. Um, so well, there, there's my answer to dogs. Yeah, so, so that answers, um, can dogs go to heaven? And I think you answered it... F- it, to use the the language of the Bible, you know, the Bible's our definitive word. Well, you've definitively, I think, made the case that dogs can go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Do all dogs go to heaven? That's so the next question. About, that's our question, right? <laughs> right. Are we universalists when it comes uh, to dogs? Are we universalists when it comes to dogs? Do all dogs go to heaven? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, there it's, is God's grace. They will be perfect. I'm with you on that one. I think it's it, it, it's kind of above our pay grade. Uh, so just trust the promise. It says it. It mm-hmm. says God saves men mm-hmm. and beast. Trust mm-hmm. the promise. Yeah. So mm-hmm. here here's here's my thought, and I just thought of this now. I feel like a call me crazy. I feel like a You're dog. Crazy. I, I, well, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I'm called that. A dog can repent, actually. I All think. the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you, I mean, yeah. your dog does something wrong and you scold your dog and, you know, head down. Like, feel, they feel terrible. Probably yeah. for like 45 seconds, but oh. they feel terrible. Mm-hmm. But they learn from that, too, actually. Not only that, they are so forgiving. Yeah. So forgiving. I can yell at mine and be really angry with her. And before I say I'm sorry, she'll come back and just, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And wag her tail and slobber all over me. So um, this question was brought up too. Um, do dogs, like like we say in the in the Augsburg Confession concerning baptism, that baptism is necessary. Mm-hmm. Meaning not so much that it's, it's a requirement, but that it is the physical gospel that is handed over to you. And so if you can get baptized, why wouldn't you want to? Mm-hmm. That's because it's a it's God's first and final promise on you. Do dogs need to get baptized? This is getting heretical. Uh, well, we're we're, <laughs> we're we're going into theological nitwittery and just talking it out. It's a just bit. a discussion, I, I think. Um, I'm trying to cut off any of the confirmation questions in advance. <laughs> <laughs> do, or do they need to accept Jesus in their uh, confess with their with their lips and or believe in their heart? Do they need to be confirmed? Right. <laughs> Uh, so I the, think that probably not. No, no, I would I think say you're not. Right. Yeah, the promise of baptism is given to uh, humans, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, whereas the the promise of God's grace is given to animals, just as we read in the Psalms. Mm-hmm. To all creation, so, all creation. Okay, all creation. so so we have been we have been mainly focused around dogs. I brought up my feelings on cats. That's irrelevant. What about what about a hamster, a goldfish? I mean, Gold. kids, so so the students who had questions about the dogs are going to get their question answered. What about what about my goldfish? Go to that. Go to that psalm. What does it say? Man and beast. Man and you beast. Say, oh Lord. There you what go. about snakes? Hey, there was one of the guys talked about snakes. Or I was reading something. Where, oh, it was it was C.S. Lewis <coughs> talks about snakes that even um, 
snakes and toads and other beasts which are poisonous on account of original sin. Mm. Um, oh, this is Martin Luther. This is Martin Luther. Um, well, then be not only innocuous, but even pleasing and nice to play with. <laughs> <laughs> so what, There you asked it, and Martin, Martin Luther answered it. He answered it. it. Okay, well here uh, here is something from Isaiah, Isaiah sixty five seventeen through twenty five. I got that. I was going to pull that down. Were you? I forgot to. Yeah. I'll Let's read. I'll, I'll okay. read the whole thing. How'd that That's be? Beautiful. Yep. So Isaiah sixty five <laughs> seventeen through twenty five. Mm-hmm. For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, mm-hmm. and the former things shall not be remembered or come into mind but be glad and rejoice forever in that which i create for behold i create jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness i will rejoice in jerusalem and be glad in my people no more shall be heard in the sound of weeping and the cry of distress no more shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days. For the young man shall die a hundred years old, and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like the days of a tree shall the days of my people be. And my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity. For they shall be the offspring of the blessed of the Lord and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer, and they are yet speaking. I, while they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy all in my holy mountain, says the Lord. Excellent. There it is. There it is. If he's going to have those animals, he's going to have them all. And that, that answered the question about the snake. There you go. Um, well, and aside from this word, we have, we have a vision to John in Revelation that you can look to and say, oh, there are animals in heaven. Because the image of the throne room... As the 24 elders. Now, it, it's not 24 literal people. It means all of the believers in Christ, mm-hmm. all, all the saved. But at the center, right around God, even closer than, than the saints are, are the four living creatures. And the four living creatures represent all of creation. That is in its right relationship with God in heaven. That's kind of the point of the throne room. But there you have the imagery of the saints as well as the beasts, I guess you could say, or the, the, the living creatures um, that are in their right relationship with God in heaven. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I want to take a minute to highlight a great organization. Fargo Mobile Pack, a partner of Feed My Starving Children, works with volunteers like you to pack meals for hungry children in over 70 countries around the world. For just 24 cents per meal, Fargo Mobile Pack is able to help feed malnourished or starving children. Since 2015, Fargo Mobile Pack has packed nearly 7 million meals in Fargo, North Dakota. On February 2nd through the 5th of 2022, Fargo Mobile Pack will be back in action. 
To find out how you can get involved or to donate, visit fmsc.org slash Fargo Mobile Pack. That's fmsc.org slash Fargo Mobile Pack. You can also find Fargo Mobile Pack on Facebook. Fargo Mobile Pack would like you to join them and help turn hunger into hope. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, now this morning, I have to tell you about this because I love this. There's a video on YouTube that's been for years, and I had DJ watch it this morning. She just wanted to watch me cry. And if you love, if you love your dog, mm-hmm. look up the video called God and Dog. Send me, the, send me the link. I'll put it in the description. God and Dog. Okay, it's so beautiful. Okay. It will make you cry. Oh. <laughs> so, and, and Becky knows, knows this about me. I'm a bit, bit of a softy with some of that stuff, but I lost our dog, yeah. Lucy, um, back at the end of October, just right before November 1st, right before, mm. right before Halloween. She did. Mm. And um, so I'm going to share something, which is kind of a, a spoiler. So we can't have this go out until next week. This podcast, but when next week? Uh, after 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 Sunday. Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, we have a new puppy coming. Ooh. On Details? Sunday. On uh, tomorrow. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Neat. So very excited. That's cool. That's we, fun. We, we've been there. We've had a um, a something missing in our hearts as mm. a family since Lucy passed away. So. Uh, we're we're excited for this new puppy, new golden retriever is coming. So is there going to be lots of tears of joy? Absolutely, tomorrow. Absolutely, that's fun. Squeals of joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the, is the name picked out yet? Well, several names have been have been floated. Um, we have not okay. gotten to see the puppy yet. Oh. Um, uh, but Mel Melissa is picking up the puppy. Okay. Nice. And. Oh. You should, you should, uh, I like pickles, but pickles is taken. Pickles, pickles, well, I mean, there's lots of, you know, Brad's or, or Sarah's or (laughs) Becky's or Ryan's in the world. So, I mean, we don't, we don't hold a copyright on it or anything like that. But I, I, I think that you should give the dog a title in the name though. Like, like sir. Yeah. Or like, like, uh, cat, you know, captain fluffy (laughs) or. Why? Do you know what I, this is my opinion of it. Let Dylan name the dog. That did not work because, well for me. Well, I always think it not works. Not Dylan, out. but Haley. I don't know if I've ever shared this story. So when I was still in college, I interned at the Y and my boss through my internship got a puppy when her daughter was like four and a half and it's a little beagle and her name is Pepperoni Princess Sky. I <laughs> I think you told me like, this. Kids just pick the best names. Well, I, uh, this this kind of goes back to the all dogs go to heaven. Not all kids <laughs> pick the best names. Dylan has a teddy bear from when he was little. Do you know what the name of the teddy bear is? Teddy bear? Teddy bear. Yeah. Uh, yes. So if I just dog. picture him being like, oh, dog. We're just going to call the dog dog. So It's kind of like the name of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Podcast. That podcast. That podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and and... I named this one, so so my son <laughs> takes after me, and I don't know if that's a good idea. So <laughs> that's funny. All right, do we have any more on on pets going to heaven? I think I'm. I gave all my stuff. We we got it handled. You got it all for me. I, I and definitively I answered. Like okay. I like no. There's no need to question ever again. Yeah. With the with the stuff that Pastor Becky gave us. Okay. So 
I have a quick question, but Uh-oh. I need to figure out how I'm going to phrase this. When, hopefully, when I go to heaven, I'm not a big fan of cats. Mm-hmm. Will that dislike go away? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't like, even imagine what heaven is like yeah. outside of these these fabulous images that Scripture gives us because we're sinners. Mm-hmm. And in heaven, you're, you are without sin. And we can't even imagine what that's like. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we're so, because it, it's so, it, it, it's so much a part of us. When you have chores that you have to do, like, mm-hmm. um, um, it's now getting to be springtime. You got to mow the lawn. You got to you got to do these things and that mm-hmm. um, to make everything look nice and and to keep it it up and and good. Uh, but it's a pain. Mm-hmm. But maybe we won't have to clean up after dogs in heaven. That would be great. Ooh. Would that be great? Maybe they clean up after themselves. That maybe. would be great. <laughs> My point being is that everything that we are to do, we're 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 stewards of God's creation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're stewards of our neighbors. Because of sin, we see it all as a burden. Mm-hmm. Even even good stuff, mm-hmm. you know, loving stuff, it's still a it's still a burden. Um, where there's no sin, it's not a burden anymore. Mm-hmm. Cleaning up the dog poop is no longer a burden because that is my godly vocation that the Lord has given me to steward one of his his creation, and therefore I will gladly clean up dog poop. Mm-hmm. We don't think that not way. Try to say the word, DJ. <laughs> well, that word is okay. Okay. I, I think it is. Okay. So if you need to bleep, bleep that out, go for it. It's um, okay. I'll, I'll overlay it with feces. <laughs> 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 Excrement. <laughs> um, but that, but it's because Movement. of sin, it's a burden. <laughs> because of sin, it's a burden. Yeah. Without sin, it's not a burden. So in heaven, all of God's creation is going to see, be seen by us as delightful, jo- or as Martin Luther put it, joyful. Snakes mm-hmm. are fun to play with, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there are people who think that now. So yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, it, there's. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of questions you can keep asking and asking. Will we mm-hmm. be able to? Like right now, I would love to have a conversation with pickles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what are you thinking right now you know in heaven will we be able to sit I, down and have you talk a chat? to your animals i would hope so do i do you, uh-huh. oh yeah oh yeah yeah does anyone else leave the house and say bye i'll be back later yep all the time mm-hmm. yep. this mm-hmm. morning bye girls i love you i'll be back at noon mm-hmm. yeah 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 I, I talk to the dog mm-hmm. like when we go for a walk or anything a lot of times it's like come on <laughs> <laughs> You've sniffed that fire hydrant already a million times. Let's go. Do you talk back for your dog, though? Do you ever do that? I, I have a Pickles voice that yeah. I talk in. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to chew off that cushion. <laughs> I'm better than this. Man. I have a friend who, her husky, the voice that we have for Mika, and it's just one word. Anytime somebody comes over, just go, oh, hello, you're here. <laughs> and that's all it is. It's the best. It's the best. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Moving Are we going on. from animals to plants? Yeah, plants and animals. Yeah. Okay. So the Biology show. episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> that podcast well, about plants and animals. Uh, our students around here are Lions great. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Mm-hmm. Our students around here are great because they have, they, they're always asking questions and they're always giving us good stuff to talk about. So mm-hmm. Elijah S., We've all heard Elijah S.'s name before around here. He's got a question. And the question is, how did plants 
survive the flood? Great question. Great question. And I like how he worded it because he, he's presupposing a couple of things. So um, he, he presupposed that there is a flood. And mm-hmm. if you start at that point that there was a flood and then you look outside and you see plants, then one point leads to another mm-hmm. that obviously the plants survived the flood. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't that hard to, to find out. I mean, I, I just, just Googled it and I found all kinds of stuff. Um, in scientific journals about the hardiness of plants and the adaptability of plants. Um, currently, I mm-hmm. mean, there, there are areas that flood for nine months out of the year. Yeah. And they flourish, even though they're flooded. Well, um, seeds are incredibly hardy things, mm-hmm. and they will adapt and adjust based on their genetics. Like, they have genes just like we have genes. Um, but human genetics... Uh, um, we, we get the things that we need, uh, the oxygen, the food, because we can move to those locations. Plants can't. Plants mm-hmm. are limited in their mo- mobility, but their genes allow them to enter into certain stages and to return to certain stages depending on what's happening around them in nature. Mm-hmm. So uh, a drought happens, a plant will... Um, in order to, to fend for itself, will for a time take on measures to last longer in the midst of a drought. The same thing is in the midst of a flood. A plant will, will change itself, but also um, uh, germinate depending on the circumstances. When a flood happens, we know by science mm-hmm. that seeds will continue on in, in the animal life or the carcasses of animals that are affected by that flood. Mm. Um, so if you have a fish that eats fruit and there are fish that eat fruit, that's all they do uh, when flood comes and uh, when, when a flooding comes and fruits fall out of trees and land into the water, those fish will eat that, those mm-hmm. fruit and guess what's in their body? Seeds. Mm-hmm. And then when they, can I use the word waste? Is that a better word? Huh? When they, when they decompose. No, no. When, oh, when they excrement, when they do their business, <laughs> when when the, when the fish poop. Yes. Well, what happens is those seeds end up well planted. Planted. Yeah. I mean, it, it, back into society. Exactly right. So, what happened with the flood and the flourishing of plants afterwards is a completely natural and normal process. In fact, the whole movement of the flood very likely moved all kinds of plants and seeds all over the world that may not have been there prior. Yeah. I mean, just think about the cataclysmic action. The flood would have very quickly um, created the sediment that that the the Grand Canyon, if you you look at it and there's, there's these levels, it's, it, it would have happened so quickly that that's why it's, it's segmented that way as mm-hmm. compared to the, the dominant theory. And again, these are theories because, you know, we weren't there when it was formed mm-hmm. or, or didn't see it, is that it was a slow glacial melt that caused the Grand Canyon. But there's some questions about that. Like, why is the sediment levels across the entire United States and not just in that one location? Mm-hmm. Those are questions that get asked, right? Yep. Well, the, the action of a flood... And, and the waters moving across the entire world would mix everything up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And that would include plant life and so on. Plants 
um, spread two ways by through seed and and through um, an asexual process. That's I, I think it's known as cloning. It's where you like cut off a, p- a piece of the plant, okay, and then you grow another plant from that piece oh. of the plant. Yeah, people do that with succulents, right? So I mean, there's all kinds of strategies by which the plants would have thrived, mm-hmm. not only survived but thrived in the midst of the flood. The thinking with the flood, according to the biblical witness, is that the world would have been covered with water for like 10 months, but it wouldn't have been consistently covered with water for 10 months. It would have gone up, and then it would have started to go back down again. And in the midst of of the receding, you know, I don't know if God was just like, okay, it's at the peak, and now down we go. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the the dove flies out, right? And And the dove grabs an olive branch. Yeah. Well... Yeah, that makes perfect sense, especially if the water has already been receding for a time before they sent out the dove. So it's not like the dove just flew to the highest peak, mm-hmm. but it would have continued to you know, find different locations where um, those, like an olive tree, would have survived. And we know that, that some plants can be completely submerged in salt water. Not all plants, but, but there, are, there, are, there are plants that will survive for like, 10 months Mm -hmm. and thrive after the fact, even if they're not like an underwater seaweed or something like that. Right. So plants are very hardy. Plants are, are um, designed in such a way that they're able to sustain great pressure and adapt to the surroundings around them. Um, One thing I think about is like we humans, we build stuff. Mm -hmm. If we don't continually maintain what happens to like our house, or are the things that we build, uh, they get overrun by plants. Yeah. They get overrun by, well, by yeah. nature. I guess I've never even asked the question because uh, I live in North Dakota and all you have to do is pull a weed, put uh, uh, whatever you want on it, and, and it's going to be like, all right, I'll see you next spring. Well, yeah. and think about that too. We're, in, we're from North Dakota. Mm-hmm. We have frozen water mm-hmm. on all of our plants mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. 10 months it yeah. seems and they Long always time. seem to come back they yep. always come back yep. they always come back well guess what that's what would have happened with the flood too yep in this area we even know about being covered by floodwaters for days on end yep. mm-hmm. and the plants oh, yeah. come back mm-hmm. yep they, they do thrive. yep and they come back rather quickly they do mm-hmm. yeah the well they're even fed by what comes what comes down the river what what what, what comes around. down the river and yeah. the and that you know plants have one uh, evolutionary uh, um, strength at least one uh, over humans they they get fed by the sun oh yeah so if you have sun and you have water with mm-hmm. a seed most likely and some some dirt to ground it um, life's gonna happen right so okay cool that was easy Elijah S there you go there's your answer there's your answer okay. Now what? Great question. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Anything else pressing? What do we got going on? We got we're we're almost to the end of May. We're almost to the end of the school year. Confirmation, all that sort of stuff. Lots of we're, events yeah. coming up, isn't there? Oh yeah, Ryan. Ryan it's May sixth. <laughs> There's only like sixteen days left of school, though. Oh, yeah, okay. May, May first was yesterday. It's, I mean, it's oh, flying by. Okay. <laughs> it's almost true. To the end. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's not going to be long, and it's going to be out of here. And summer's going to be here. Mm-hmm. 
So what and do we have we'll going? We'll be raking leaves. Yeah, like we that. will. Yep. Pumpkin spice season will come back and man. Pumpkin spice. The saddest day for Sarah is the day that pumpkin spice goes away. Yeah. Happiest day is when it returns. Yeah. My happy season <laughs> is like <laughs> September one through November first or yeah, like December? I Christmas then. Yeah. So January mid January. Yeah. But I'm good. Peppermint spice. Is that a thing? No. Oh. Peppermint is a spice. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last name to the to the peppermint. I think it's thing. an herb. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's mint. Yeah. And not it's a weed. If you ever plant mint, mm-hmm. look out. Oh yeah. You are yeah. gonna have mint everywhere. Like That's like a chive. Yeah. I mean a chive will that'll just be your grass. For the longest time I would mow my front yard and I could smell onions <laughs> after I was done because Did you they, have chives in your front yard? Well we we planted them. We had a little space between the sidewalk and the house. Uh-huh. So we just planted some there and Tab would use them, you know, all the time. And all of a sudden they like grew underneath the sidewalk mm-hmm. and out into the grass. And yeah, it was a long time before it didn't smell like onions when I mowed the front yard. <laughs> we had mint in our in our garden uh, in the house that we had in North Carolina. We didn't plant it. It had been planted, and we watched it jump. Um, mm-hmm. But the previous owners had planted it in one spot. We knew where they planted it mm-hmm. because they had this little garden, and it like jumped out of the garden and was growing in the grass. And it took a couple of seasons to get that mint to stop um stop growing and our whole backyard smelled like mint which was a little weird now if, if i'm correct you can plant mint and it'll help keep certain pests away I was right say, mm-hmm. so did you have a mosquito problem or no no man no no so yeah it um but it it it, it, it became a problem in itself <laughs> when it's like overgrowing everything it's yeah. like okay yeah we got to cut back on the mint right you mow, mow your grass mm-hmm. and it smells like mint yes yeah, you don't even have. You just go outside, and it oh, smells you can like just mint. smell it everywhere. <laughs> and I like mint, but it mm, no, it was too much. <laughs> All right, well, um, I, th- I think that's it. Unless somebody else has something, you can talk about all the stuff we've got coming up. The, oh, for uh, for the May, that's almost gone. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Ten we, days from now, we have something. We do. Mm-hmm. What, wait, what's today? The sixth. Sixth. Okay, so yes, the sixteenth is. What day of the week? Sunday. That's a, a Sunday. Sunday. Come uh, on. Come on. Come on. It's our kickoff. It's our summer oh, kickoff. Oh, su- summer kickoff. Mm-hmm. That's right. For for Sunday school, and, and we're going to have bounce houses and food outside. And yeah. It's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. Other games for kids outside. Yeah. May 16th. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Isn't the 16th Sunday? Yeah. May 16th yeah. is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, okay, and then the... uh, uh, Well, we'll get through our confirmation meeting quickly that day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least everybody will be here. And Um, we have confirmation coming up. Yeah. Our kids who missed it last year because of the pandemic, we will confirm them on... May 23rd. May 23rd. Mm -hmm. Yep. Pentecost Sunday. Yep. That'll be fun. Yeah. So we'll have have the confirmation rehearsal. May 16th. May 16th. Right yep. after the, the 1030 service, and then we'll go and have hot dogs and bouncy house fun. Yeah. Hamburgers. And hamburgers. Yep. yep. That'll and be then, really good. And then the 23rd will be Confirmation Sunday. Yes. Cool, cool, yep. cool. It's all going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Then we got mission trips coming up this summer. We've mm-hmm. got, uh, we're going to Duluth in Minneapolis. It's going to be good. Really good. Got a good group. 
for both. It's been a long time coming. We didn't it get has. trips last year. We didn't get get to go. We were going to go to uh, Milwaukee and Chicago. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen last year. Mm-hmm. That was a bummer. Yeah. So. So this will be good. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Are they full? Uh, the middle school trip is. The high school trip is not. But, you know, it seems like high schoolers have a lot more going on than middle yeah. schoolers mm-hmm. do in the summertime. Can high schoolers still sign up or is it too Oh, late? yeah. No, they can sign oh, okay. up. Okay. Well, it depends, depends when they're listening to this. If they're listening, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they can. Um, it, it's uh, uh, we're gonna go. We've got a small group right now. Hopefully, it'll grow. If they a decide bit. to listen to this a year from now, they may still be able to sign mm-hmm. up for next year's. Yep. But yeah, but it it might not be Minneapolis. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if the city is gonna be your it, big selling point, Ryan. It's like clockwork. Another one will come up every year. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. We as long as there's no more pandemics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not done with this. Wood. Yeah. So, no, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. We're going to work with the homeless uh, in Minneapolis. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do in Duluth quite yet, but we'll be doing service projects and having fellowship and hanging out and and uh, growing in our walk with Christ. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Um, would anybody like to pray us out of here today? I will, since I'm never here otherwise. Okay. Not here that often. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for the conversation we had today. How much fun. Thank you, Lord, for the things that you have given us, the animals that you have given us to love and care for and be stewards of in this world. And we thank you, Lord, that they just love us right back. And so, Heavenly Father, we also thank you for your salvation today. And now, bless us as we go on our way for all people who are listening to us We ask you, Lord, that your blessings would fall on them also. Hear our prayers today in the powerful name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 All right. Don't forget, you can check us out uh, this and every Sunday on atonement.live or atonementfargo.org or anytime at uh, the YouTubes by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Sarah DeYoung, Pastor DJ Lura, and Pastor Becky Lee, I'm Ryan Janke. Join us next time for another so does she muted me she muted me we can't end the show we can't end the show without riveting we'll just be here forever riveting episode of that podcast i tricked her